found myself. This week, I found myself. Uh, I found myself outside again. <sighs> I made my way back to the house I mentioned last week. The one on the block where every house had the same painting of a cat. I had to. I had this dream. I was following a cat. Not the one from the painting. I was following a cat all the way from that neighborhood back to the bunker. It was so weird. I hate to keep talking about dreams. It's just that I never used to remember them. I found myself back in that house and I listened to the radio again. The message from the authority, as you probably know, is still the same. But they do change the songs. There's something very comforting about hearing that. I'd stopped listening to radio for years. Then, in the calamities, we all tried listening to it for information. Well, I did. Movies had given me the idea that in an emergency, someone at the radio station would come on and give me information, like from the government. They would tell me where to go. And it might not be the most helpful information. The government is just another group of people. And they might not know what's going on. But they would say things that would give me the feeling that someone was in control. And if I was in shock, I might believe it enough to find it comforting. That's complicated, but it didn't matter anyway. <clears throat> the radio stations kept playing music, but there was no person in them who could give us updates about anything. They were all computerized playlists of songs and some pre-recorded banter. I still kept listening, just in order to see how long it would all keep running on its own. You know, would simulated reality outlast real reality, and who would care? So I just kept it on, listening to the same songs over and over again. I remember I'd just met someone. We cleaned out an apartment together, and he didn't seem to mind doing a lot of the body stuff, dealing with bodies. One day there was a song on that had been on my entire life seemed like. It's a woman, and she's singing, uh, you can, the line is, you can ring my bell. I think it was a metaphor. This guy started singing along and saying, did you bring my cell? Which was a kind of phone. I started laughing, and he seemed both confused and hurt. He hadn't been joking. I asked what was wrong, and he said, I'm death. I said, you're what? He said it again. I'm death. My heart was racing. Then he said, but only in one ear. And I realized he'd been trying to say death. For a moment, I'd believed him. I didn't really know him. And the way he'd handled those corpses and the craziness of those times... Maybe think anything was possible. I never used to believe anything, but for a second I thought not only that the angel of death existed, but that I was staying in an apartment with him and hoping he'd help me move one of the couches 
into an apartment of my own. He wasn't the angel of death, though. He was just a person who was deaf in one ear and had gone his whole life saying death instead of deaf. Which might not have been, like, a real problem for him, because he later told me he mostly spoke Spanish. I don't think whatever the Spanish is for deaf sounds like the Spanish word for death. But maybe he made other mistakes. Anyway, I was listening to the radio in that house with the cat painting. The songs were repeating, and the same message. Then something strange happened. There was static... And I heard a new message, but it was also from a familiar voice. I noticed it was repeating too, but at irregular intervals. So I came back here to the bunker and got my recorder, went back to that house, and I was able to capture it for you. And in case you haven't heard it, here it is. This is a message from underground. Don't trust the authority. Don't fear the authority. They are already so deeply in debt they can barely afford to pay at a civil guard. All this debt is on to the first bank of the angels. Who owns that bank? Where did it come from? Who in the terror and chaos of the last few years had time to come up with a banking system? can only be the authority themselves. Only they have the time, and only they have the paper. Don't use their money. Don't take their loans. I feel like a conspiracy theorist, but I'm talking about a pretty obvious conspiracy. As for the attack plan, it's an obvious distraction. There's no way to get near the whispers without them knowing it. Think of all the attacks that failed. This is a desperate attempt to get out of playing the Civil Guard. If you're in the Civil Guard, quit now. There's so much more useful work you could learn. Become a gardener. If you can't stop killing things, kill rats. Stay away from the park. <laughs> Listen to the world's last podcast. Host tells you all you need to know. The leader of the authority is a psychopath. Let's keep building a world for all of us. You don't have to join us. Just keep living human lives. We'll do all the fighting. That was our mutual friend, the pair, from the underground. I should thank him for the commercial at the end. I should also say I'm glad he's alive. I'm not just playing the message for the commercial. I was never sure why shows contained commercials for themselves. If you're already listening to a thing, or watching a thing, or reading a thing, why would anyone tell you to do the thing that you're doing? Anyway, the message is a little crazy. People used to say things like that even before the calamities. 
They never got on the radio, though. If they had, maybe I wouldn't have stopped listening to the radio. But if they had, maybe one else would have stopped listening to the radio. Well, I'm sure the handful of people who uh, worked in radio knew what they were doing. Not sure what to make of the attack or this banking crisis, especially since this is the first I'm hearing of it. If it's true, it might mean that our old world is coming back to life. Speaking of which, I'm looking at the tablet that contains Dr. Singh. It doesn't look wet. Uh, I've smelled it. I don't smell anything like rust or corrosion. I haven't opened it up because there isn't a screw on it anywhere. How about that? It's truly seamless. Well, actually there is a seam around the edge of it, but I'd have to stick a knife in there to split it. And I don't know what that would do to the machinery of Dr. Singh's consciousness. Okay. I'm looking at it. And if you're with me, I'm going to push the power button. I'm believing that this will work. I want you to believe with me. I know you'll be listening to this after the event, possibly a long time after, but if there is power in belief, there almost certainly isn't. But if there is, who's to say that that power can't flow backwards in time? Really? I mean, if you've said that believing things can make those things happen, you've basically said there's magic. So why wouldn't that work backwards and forwards in time? So, believe it with me. And if you can, I want you to put your hand on whatever device this is playing on. Put your hand on it, making sure not to switch it off. And believe this is going to work. Okay. I'm pushing. There's a little red light. The little red light is on. Now the screen. Oh. He wants to know what happened. And where we are. And why I'm recording this. Okay, he's back. Yes, I'll tell you in a minute. I don't know why I'm still doing it. I enjoy it. Look, listen. I can't pay attention to you right now. I'm doing a thing. Well, that was easy. Our belief paid off, friends. Which it's bound to do from time to time. Everything happens. Uh, yeah, okay. I will start letting Dr. Singh know what's going on. And I'll try to take better care of him. In the meantime, you take care of yourself. And I'll be back next week with more of the world's last podcast.